Good evening, everyone. Um, so tonight the text is uh, Luke 12, 16 through 21. Before that, let me tell you a story about a friend who, the, uh, that I met in 2004. Um, his name was Alejandro. Um, as a immigrants to this uh, country, we came sharing the same vision and the same ambitions. So we come to this country so that way we can uh, make enough money to build a house back in our villages and uh, make a couple thousand dollars to, to go back to our country and build a, a business and go from there. So, um, so we have a full-time job back then working on a factory as a forklift drivers. And after work, we did something that nobody wanted to do it. Uh, we did, uh, we cleaned the uh, lat lat latex containers. Um, it was a very stinky job. Uh, we have to use uh, a suit. I felt like uh, I was going to the moon. But um, uh, it was a good money, so uh, daddy was going to take us closer to, us, to our ambitions. So um, we did that as a, after, as a side job. So um, um, uh, he was married, I was not. So after I met my wife, all those ambitions were kind of gone because uh, we started a family here and um, all her family is here. So I felt like uh, it was going to be sad for her to going back to our countries when her whole, her whole family is here. So I kind of lost my way on accomplished those ambitions, but Alejandro he was uh, very firm on his ambitions. So uh, he was working uh, two jobs. Uh, we continue seeing each other through the years, but uh, in 2015, he came back from, from work, and his wife was making tamales because uh, she used to sell tamales to make an extra buck, so that way they can go back to, to our country. But that night, he was so tired that he told his wife, like, uh, you have to excuse me tonight, but I have to go sleep. I feel tired. So she said, like, uh, okay. So that led her to, to stay awake until midnight. So if I know something, is hard work to make tamales. So um, uh, she finished around midnight. She, she went to sleep, and while she walked into the, into the room, she heard her husband. He was snoring like a bear, and she was like, he's tired. So around 3.30 a.m., uh, she got closer to her husband to hug him, and he was cold as a rock. As a rock. Um, she started moving him. He didn't respond. He was dead. Um, so she called 911, and the ambulance came, and the paramedics declared him dead right on the spot. He was gone. He worked so hard, and one night, he didn't wake up. So I hopefully this story helped you to see what I want you to see in this parable. Um, the, the passage says, and he told them a parable, saying, The land of a rich man produced plentiful, 
And he thought, he thought to himself, what shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns, and I build a larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say, say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up, laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So he's the one who lay up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. So the main point of this parable is it's foolish to trust in the things of this world and not be rich toward God. So we're going to see uh, three whys. Why is foolish to, to, to trust on the things of this world? So the first why is because we may die any day. The second why is because we cannot take anything with us when we die. And the third why is God will judge us. So we're going to see, we're going to go through the first why. And apparently this rich man never crossed on his mind that one day he was going to die. Because he was thinking how to store his crops. And um, he had a good problem. Who wished to have that problem? You have so much that you have nowhere to storage. It's a good problem to have. So, um, so he didn't have nowhere to storage, so he turned down his barns and built, built the larger ones. And um, he was so focused on him that he couldn't think outside of him. And you can see that in verse um, 17 through, through 19. And he, took, and he thought to himself, what shall I do? I build larger ones, and I will store all my grain. If you can see, there is about six eyes in those uh, three verses. Three verses. He thought about how to storage all his crops, but he never thought about his soul. <clears throat> so he was so foolish that he never thought about thanking God for all his blessings. Probably more than one, here we will love to have this problem. Have more than, than enough to, uh, to the point that we don't know what to do with it. What you will do with something like this if something happened to you? What you, will do with, what you will do with all your blessings? Will you be completely happy? Or you are happy now the way you are? How foolish he was that he was fully trusting in all his possessions. He puts his he put his trust in the, in the things of this world that he never did the most important thing in his life. He never opened a heavenly account. Look around you. Look at the society we're living in. It's the human nature. The more we have, the more we want. 
So, um, so don't be like these men. Don't be foolish and store your crops. Don't be foolish and store your and, and put your trust on the false security that the possessions bring to you. Trust in the Lord. In Matthew 6, he says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So don't store more than you need. Share your blessings. Give to the one in need. Support your, your local church. Give to missions. Make deposits to your heavenly account, because we can die any day. Don't covet more than what you have. Enjoy what God already blessed you with. Because when we die, we will not take any of that stuff with us. That will take us to the second point. We can take anything with us when we die. So, so this guy got tangled up in planning and building Seems like a, it was a, a hard work back then. Just imagine um, they didn't have all the power tools that we have right now to build uh, barns and all that stuff, fancy equipment. Everything was made by hand, so he expended a lot of energy and a lot of time tearing down uh, buildings that he already had to build something bigger. So it wasn't an easy task. So probably it took money, a lot of energy, a lot of time. So it took so much out of him that he never thought about his soul at all. He thought that he was in control of everything. Don't, do, don't you think it's foolish to think like that? When he was getting ready to enjoy all his good... God came to remember him how full it was to think that he was in control. Because listen what it says. But God said to him, fool. He was in control. He thought he was in control. And some of us, oh, many of us, we think we are in control. We're trying to plan for the future. We always worry about what is going to happen tomorrow. You don't even know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. What if something happens to you, like my good friend Alejandro? We're going and lay down, and we never know if we're going to wake up. So don't, don't be foolish and get tangled up on these things of this world. Just think about what are your priorities. Are you making constant deposits into your heavenly account? Are you praying the Lord, please give me this and give me that? And we also sometimes forget, give thanks for what he already gave us. How many times we give thanks for what we already have? Just to be able to get up and walk, breathe, laugh. So don't be foolish and trust on the things of this world. Be intentional. Don't let the things of this world distract you from making heavenly deposits. Share your blessings, because at the end, we will love the things behind. 
Ecclesiastes 5, five, as we went through Ecclesiastes already, it says, naked as, as, naked as he came, so shall he go. So we came to this world naked. What we have already on is enough. Uh, so prepare to face God. At the end of this world, on the, at the end of this life, we all have to be prepared to face God. How are you going to face it? Are you going to be able to stand in front of Him? So that takes us to our third why. God will judge us. So after this rich man spent all his foolish life pursuing all the things of this world, he find out, he find out in the hard way in how cold was his awakening of this man to his harsh reality. When he thought that he had everything planned out, something was missing. God came and said to him, this night, your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So don't be foolish. Don't put, don't put your trust on the things of this world. Make deposits into your heavenly account. Because... Look what verse 20 says. So is the one who lays up treasures for himself and is not rich toward God. I'm wondering how he felt on that very moment. What went through his mind? I can imagine some. Probably right at that moment. He was worried about his possessions. Because looks like at all through his life, he all, that's what all he was worried about. About his possessions. So, that, usual, that, that is usual for uh, covetous people. So, don't be foolish. And find, and find yourself serving to the, possession of, to the possessions of this world. Be on your guard against covetousness. If you are a Christian, confess your sin before God. Just remember what James 4 says. You desire and, and do not have. You covet and cannot obtain. So you fight and quarrel. You don't have because you don't ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. You adulterous people. Do you know that friendship with the world is enemy with God? So how you are honoring God with your possessions? Humble yourself before him. And fully trust in him. Don't be foolish and trust in the things of this world. Look what it says on verse 15. On the same chapter of Luke. And he said to them. 
Take care and be on your guard against all covetousness, for one life, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of this, on his possessions. So, if you're not a Christian today, I invite you to open a, a heavenly account by receiving Christ as your Savior. Fully trust by faith in the sacrifice that he did at the cross, where he took all the wrath of God that we deserve, because we are sinners, and God is a holy God. Don't delay repentance. Today is the day of salvation, because you don't know if you are going to wake up tomorrow. Will you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we give you thank you, Father, for your word. Um, Help us, Father, to, to honor you with our possessions. Help us, Father, to see our sinfulness. Help us, Father, to see our covetousness. And help us, Father, to honor you in all these things. We pray these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.